Hi, I'm Leslie Adamas, and welcome to Race Forward, a weekly podcast on God and race relations. This is a progressive, faith-filled conversation that will anger you, encourage you, and equip you. Thanks again for joining us today. You picked a great day to listen in. Here is my friend and the host of Race Forward, Pastor Chuck Allen. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Race Forward God and Race Relations. As always, I'm here with my two friends, Mal Manessis and Karan Boston. Hi, guys. Welcome to the show as always. And today we're going to talk about some interesting stuff. Some interesting stuff. What's up, y'all? Y'all good? Yeah, I bet they are. I yeah, bet they are. They now, this can't, is, they what, can't respond to me. No, no, but part of what makes this interesting today is that we're looking at uh, Mauricio on screen, but but Karan and I are sitting in the same studio. Mm-hmm. And so uh, so if Karan gets all fired up and y'all don't hear from me from a while, you'll know what happened. But, <laughs> I feel uh, left so out, we're, yo. I feel left yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we, we miss you, Mal. Yeah. Uh, okay, so let's let's jump in and talk about either the donkey or elephant in the room, whatever it might be, right? <laughs> so, uh, so last Wednesday, two Wednesdays ago, I guess it was, uh, I ran a, I ran a uh, midweek video where I described why I personally voted for Donald Trump, mm-hmm. and in doing so, wow, did I stir the pot! Right. Yeah, I big mean, old crock pot. yeah, the Just big old crock pot <laughs> emphasis on crock. And um, <laughs> while all that was going on, it was so fascinating to me because um, I knew like I know that I know that the way I voted is not the way either of you guys would vote. Mm-hmm. Right. But, you know, it never crossed my mind that the three of us would lose any kinship friendship or faithship yeah uh, with one another just because we disagree but that doesn't seem to be the case in america yeah that's true so mm-hmm. like mal i you know it's like um it's funny to me i told Quran this yesterday that um a, a guy like me who speaks out vocally about race relations or a guy like me that speaks out vocally about immigration or a guy like me that speaks out about how the church has got to learn to love all people uh, no matter what color gay or straight fat or skinny with church has got to love people it's interesting how uh, a guy like me who speaks openly on those things and then turns around and speaks openly about how how and why i voted for a guy like trump yeah but we, those two just don't go hand in glove right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, Karan, I think it'd be safe to say that uh, even though we share a great friendship, that had to be confusing yeah. for you to hear about, wait a minute, my friend yeah. voted for Trump, but I know these things he's passionate about. Absolutely. Without question. I mean, I think that for me hearing it, not only was it like, wait, did I hear that right? Let me hit rewind. <laughs> I, I, I know Chuck. You know, I know Chuck. Let me hit rewind. Um, but... Honestly, man, as I evaluate my response to that, and I'm sure that the same response before a lot of black families uh, hearing that uh, who know you, uh, it, it was shocking. But when you listen to how you explained it, you grow to understand and you grow to understand that this is the same person that I know will give the shirt off his back to me, will do everything within his power uh, to make sure me and my family are taken care of because he legitimately, genuinely loves me. But then I go, but how could he miss, how could he miss what that would mean to my 
my family's my my day to day life my walking around in Gwinnett County, Georgia. Yeah, your tribe. They, yeah, it's like you know, it's like mm-hmm. what 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 was there any kind of disconnect? But the beauty of it, man, is that knowing you made all the difference in how I walked away from what I was hearing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know, uh, okay, if you just took that last statement, Quran. I think that says the world to the world of Christ followers mm-hmm. that say we have to learn how to uh, suspend assumptions mm-hmm. and invest in relations. Yeah. You know, because the assumptions are the things that get us in trouble. Yeah. Right. Because, see, like I know you. Mm-hmm. So when when I hear you frustrated mm-hmm. about the state of America today. Yeah. It's so easy for me not to say, well, there there goes a young black male again popping off. What I hear is here's a guy that loves God with all his heart, mind and soul. A guy that works hard, loves the Lord, serves his family, faithful to his wife, loves America, Mm -hmm. all those qualities. So I I don't make those assumptions. I I simply think, but that's my friend, Karan. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think the same is true for you, Mal, in that. Um, you know, it's weird how the, the it's weird how the public and the press has treated uh, Latinos in America during mm-hmm. this uh, during this contested battle, because it feels to me like uh, I feel like both sides have treated y'all like a commodity. Yeah, yes, that's true, man. And, and see, I, I in, in the moment where you were speaking in, in two weeks ago on that Wednesday, I know you, and man, I do I respect and, and love you. And I, because I know you, then I knew that there was a reason and a purpose for why you were saying what you were saying in the moment, what you were saying. And 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 if if somebody that could see the future could copy and paste, you know, what you said on Wednesday and put it together with what you said Sunday, man, there were it was brilliant. I mean, it was it was just such a great and powerful message saying, this is what mm-hmm. I believe. This is my personal choice that has nothing to do uh, with agreeing or disagreeing. Uh, it, we all need to focus in Jesus. And, and let's just agree on that. Uh, and, and, yeah, and not yeah. attack each other, not hate each other because of your political preferences. But because the bottom line is that Jesus is still on the throne and there's, there's nothing that surprises God. And and we need to learn to work, in, you know, in our differences, through our differences, and be okay with disagreeing. But bottom line is that we still have to love each other, and and that's the essence of this podcast, right? You know, yeah, we, yeah, totally, right, totally. Because I, you know, I think what I think you just hit the nail with your head, and um, th- somehow in that Quran, it's kind of like our chat yesterday. Mm-hmm. It is this sense that. Um, race forward is not designed to tell people what they ought to think. There you go. You know, and honestly, my, uh, my video or even my preaching is not designed to tell people what to think. Mm-hmm. It is to cause people to think, there you, go. you know, the Lord, uh, the Lord created us in such a way that the greatest supercomputer on the planets between our ears mm-hmm. And uh, it's interesting how we we don't have the capacity to multitask, but we do have the capacity to multi-think. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you if you if you put our brain to work, I think what we would all know cognitively, because of what we know spiritually, yeah. 
that not only is Jesus on the throne, but he is grieved by the hatred created by things that are not eternal. And the fact is, uh, elections are not eternal. Politicians are not eternal. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Parties and positions and platforms are not eternal, Mm -hmm. but our walk in Christ is. Yeah. You know, so it's it's I think this is an indication of what happens, guys, when um, when Americans put so much faith in something that is not of Christ. And wouldn't we all agree that neither one of these parties and neither one of these men, if you could pick the model for who we want to lead our country, we wouldn't pick either of these cats. Amen. I, I know I wouldn't. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be honest, like it's it's very hard to. Uh, as a black man who rec- recognizes that during the Trump presidency, there's been a height of growing expressions of white supremacy in our nation. Like as a black man, it's seeing and experiencing that in my mind, I want to do everything to stop that. Right. Uh, and which could very well motivate most of us to go to the poll and vote Biden. I don't even, it didn't even matter if we spelled his name right. We just wanted to make right, sure yeah, Trump yeah. won in there. You know what I'm saying? D-A-Y-D-E-N. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know, you know, there's there's so much yeah. truth in what you just said. Yeah. Because, I mean, on both things you said. Because on the one hand, I think um, I think Trump lovers, right? Mm-hmm. They're like all in Trumpers. Uh, I think they hear you say that and you'll say, but that's not true. Look at all the good he's done. Okay, well, I'd stop and say, okay, he's done good. He's yeah. done some good things. True. And I would agree that he's yeah. done some good but things. But some good things. I, I would say whether it's his fault or what what did happen over the past few years is we are, we have significantly greater racial tensions mm-hmm. than we did 10, 20 years ago. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and yeah. I look at that and I would think to myself, there is a part of me that mm-hmm. even though I, I voted for Donald Trump, there's a part of me that say, Sir, you you could have stepped up with a much more yeah. peaceful voice, right? And uh, and I guess my big thing is we again we just can't lump all of our assumptions into believing we all have a monolithic brain. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But the part that I know you said is right. That mm-hmm. I know that I know that yeah. what you said is right is. I don't know that America will ever again have our best and our brightest run for the highest office, because why would you ever put your family through that? Mm -hmm. And, you know, we did a show not long ago talking about the log in our eye. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I, when I think of the scrutiny that whoever runs for that office goes through, Mm -hmm. I think to myself, I'd never put my wife through that. No, I mean, when I think of the number of people I've ticked off over my 61 years, and and the amount of revenge that would be thrown at me, I would think to myself, there's no way under the stars I would do this. I mean, I when I sit down and think about stuff like that, I try to figure out, okay, what would they find in my life to put on a commercial and run a smear campaign? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. what have I yeah, yeah, yeah. actually done? Oh, one day he decided yeah, yeah. not to walk the little lady across the street. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I always I always fear that somebody out there has a has a video of me. Oh, they're going to CGI it if they don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what the, the problem is? It's like somebody's going, I knew that guy was a creep. You yeah. Know? But, I, yeah there's got to be people, man. And, and I would hate for somebody to have a hidden camera in my garage when I'm working in my cars and I, you know, bump my head or hit my finger. You know. yeah. okay. So, okay, I have, to, I have to say this on behalf of my boys here because these guys, so yesterday our church sent out, uh, our staff went out delivering uh, food, like 
goodie bags of food to our senior <laughs> adults, right? Come on. Okay, so so yeah. I don't think anything about it. Like I'm going to see three senior adult homes, right? Mm-hmm. And so they know I'm the pastor, so they see me come as a piece of cake, right? Yep. Well, you know, some of these folks, because of COVID, they've been locked up. They don't know who Mao is from, from beans, right? No. So fortunately, Mao was bright enough to grab his wife, Laura, oh, to yeah. go with him to deliver the food. <laughs> but at one house, I get the first house, right, Mao? First house. Yeah. First house, a dude, uh, I don't know how old he was, but at first this dude literally says to Mal, you look like a bank robber. I'm keeping my eyes on you all the way to the car. (laughs) And I'm thinking to myself, okay, on the one hand, that is so stinking funny. And on the other hand, that is so stinking sad. That's Uh, terrible. Yeah. Yeah. And and sometimes you just got to laugh to keep him crying. I was a part of that delivery as well. And the whole whole staff uh, meeting, we're talking about, uh, hey, we're going to do this great thing. And I love doing this kind of stuff. But yeah, here's the catch. <laughs> when folks don't know that you're showing up to yeah, their house yeah, yeah, and yeah. you hadn't called and you look like me, like <laughs> the chances are, you know, it, it ain't going to be a, oh, hey, come on in. How you doing? Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, see, at that point, is, it's like, who yeah. is that black guy coming up yeah. to my door? Especially elderly, there? man. Especially senior adults, you know? Okay, so so talk about stereotypes for a minute, right? Yeah. So our listeners are going to appreciate this. We're we're in the meeting, getting ready to go. We're praying over the food, blah blah. You know, we're doing all our stuff, right? And um, and Quran asked this one question that that I guarantee you no white person around the circle thought about. He said, "What about the dogs?" And (laughs) I mean, inside my guts were just chuckling, man, because. The problem is that's a real thing. It is a real thing. I'm gonna give you look. I'll give you the story. This is why I ask questions. I'm gonna give you the story. All right, it's funny. Break it out, and then I will go deep with you. <laughs> All right. The reason why I asked that question because the last time we delivered gifts like this to the seniors, yeah. the seniors in high school. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was approaching a door, which we had called no answer. Called no answer. I was approaching the door just to simply ring the doorbell, let them know we love them congratulated for graduating, leave the bag on the porch. Nobody answers the door, but the door is wide open. The TV is on. And there is a great Dane of a Dalmatian <laughs> that is seven feet tall, pretty much. All right, I'm exaggerating on seven feet. Did you feet, just say seven feet? I'm exaggerating on seven feet, but this dog did look me eye to eye in yeah. my face. And yeah. I am not exaggerating on that. This bad boy bust through the screen door uh-uh. and I got this bag in my hand and I'm backing up. I'm like, Hey, yo, get the dog, get the dog. Like I'm literally screaming in the house. Yo, get the dog, get the dog. I'm backing up. I'm backing up. Right. And I'm trying to make sure like, look, I don't want to put myself in the situation where I have to defend my life from this dog in this person's yard. And then next thing you know, I'm the black dude that walked up and killed somebody's dog in their, in their driveway. And I'm getting in trouble. That, now, that my friend, now that's funny. Now that's why I asked, what about the dogs? Because believe it or not, y'all, black folks and random dogs just don't get along. Right? <laughs> Go all the way back to the civil rights movement. We were getting hosed and bitten by dogs. All the way back to slavery, we were getting chased by dogs. Dogs have been there you groomed go. to have a certain perception. I feel the same way, bro. Criminal look like it's so the same way. I mean, my first question was, dude, do these people know we're coming? And everybody yeah, looked at yeah. me like, why would they know it's a surprise? I'm like. I mean, brown guy here, you know, they don't know me. Yeah, you know what? Y'all y'all have opened my eyes as to how we have to do this in the future. Because dogs are a a serious issue. Let me say this, though. Back on topic, Chuck, one thing that that really stuck out to me, and I think you need to hear me say 
um, that gave me comfort in hearing you talk about your five reasons for voting for Trump. Now, I know for some people hearing that, they probably go, man, that is no way. That's a contradiction. No. Right. Here's what gave me comfort in that. As I listen to you tell me, a black man, uh, that one of your reasons for voting for Trump is because you are passionate about what does equality look like for black and brown people right. in our nation. Right. And you see the opportunity to get to that equality. Uh, President Trump has done some good things for it. So one of your the factors that motivated you to do that is your love for me. Whereas yes, yes. other people would want me to perceive that the reason why he did that is for his dislove or his hate. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to use hate. It's too big of a term. But for his lack of love for yeah. you. And I think you should know that, man. I when 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 I evaluated that, I understood that for for African Americans, we are oftentimes voting on the person, not on the policy. Right. But right. for you, the policy was important because you think that it, it promotes love for the person. Yeah, and you know what's interesting in that statement, Quran was one of the statements I made was that I believe that part of how we shrink the gap in racial equity mm-hmm. is we have to shrink the gap when it comes to uh, opportunities for income mm-hmm. and opportunities for education. Yeah, You know, if, if we don't fix education and we don't give any, any parent, mm-hmm. I don't care who they are, or where they are at an opportunity for their child to have the greatest possible education and have the greatest opportunity to be able to have financial means, mm-hmm then I, I, we have a great problem. That's probably a yeah. show in and of itself. Yeah. But, you know, to kind of wrap, put a, you kind of put a wrap on this show to, for our listeners, I think, I think everything that Mao and Quran and I are trying to convey really comes down to this last point Quran's made. And it, and it, and it does ring true with what Mao had to say. And this concept of people being considered commodities is that um, we as believers we have a responsibility to to see past the bluster of this world. Mm-hmm. We 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 have a responsibility to look deeper than what uh, a media or a news cycle is, mm-hmm. because uh, it's kind of like what Mao said. I mean, Jesus is on the throne, no matter which of these guys becomes our president. Yeah, and at the end of the day, as a believer, I have the responsibility to pray for whoever is in the White House. Mm-hmm. I I equally have a heightened responsibility to recognize that as a believer, I need to do everything I possibly can to bring greater levels of peace Mm -hmm. and equity and a sense of graciousness into this world. And that requires that brown, black, and white people figure out how to do this together Mm -hmm. because you can't be gracious to only one block of people. Yeah. You are either gracious or you are not. That's good. That's good. And uh, so I feel like, Karan, uh, uh, you said this to me yesterday, Mal, you and I talked about it briefly yesterday too. It's just, it helps when everything is put into the context of Christ, mm-hmm. not into the context of our feelings. Yeah. So I guess if we were to all leave, and Mal, I want to give you a last shot, just say, man, here's your big takeaway from the day. My big takeaway on for the day is that we have to suspend our willingness to put any or everybody into our crosshairs until we have a willingness and an understanding to know them. Mm-hmm. And that's, mm-hmm. and even then we've, we've really got to fight hard because Satan doesn't want that to happen. Yeah. 
Yeah, Mal, give us your your takeaway. Man, the biggest thing that Satan is after is destroying our unity. And uh, and because we're united doesn't mean that we need to think like. As a matter of fact, it is biblical that there is wisdom and multitude of opinion. So I strongly believe that. And through everything that has happened this week, I have learned that. And 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 um, I, I I urge and and encourage my uh, brown guys to my you know just my brown community to think that way you know just think beyond what you see and and don't feel personally attacked if somebody uh thinks different than you actually give yourself a chance to learn why the other person thinks different and embrace accept love the person uh not necessarily uh, what they be- believe in if, if especially if it's something that contradicts what you think uh, there's 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 wealth in that. I, I truly believe that, and and uh, I think that when we learn that and when we execute on that, our country, our churches, uh, race, everything is going to look so much different. Yeah, I totally agree. All right, Karan, give us a few thoughts. My last part of <laughs> thoughts for you guys is: do not get pimped by politics. Mm. Oh, that's uh, so good. Don't allow the earthly politics to rob you of your kingdom mindset. <laughs> And there is going to be a disparity in how we vote. Uh, yeah. There's going to be a difference. And uh, we're working towards understanding what that difference looks like and what we can do about it. We serve the same God. We read the same Bible. And oftentimes we experience different values. But like Miles said, there is wisdom all right, in the multitude of councils. So uh, I think next week, y'all, we should just look at um, the, the election stuff's not going to be passed. We might be voting on right. the president next month. Right. <laughs> uh, I think next week we, we really should get a little bit more practical and try to understand why do we vote so differently. Yeah, yeah, because inevitably it'll come down to understanding what what that looks like and feels like, not just what it means. Mm -hmm. So let me wrap us up today and remind all of us that Jesus, the Lord, uh, lived a life of love. He loved his father and he did so with all his heart and his soul, his mind and his strength. And he loved others and sought for their good. Let us be walking and living today in the model of our Lord. That is what it looks like to race forward. Well, friends, thank you for joining us for this episode of Race Forward, God and Race Relations. We'll look forward to joining you again next week. God bless you. Bye now.